Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Pastor Talk podcast. It's a joy to have you with us again. And uh, Pastor Clint and I just wanted to take a quick moment here to sort of lay out for you the next series we're going to be covering here on the podcast. It's going to be part of our annual Lenten series that we do here at First Press. And this year, we're excited that whether you're with us uh, in this area geographically or whether you're far away, everyone's going to get to participate in the series this year. Every Sunday throughout the season of Lent, we're going to be having a live conversation following a dinner right here at the church. Dinner's going to start at 5 o'clock, and that conversation will begin at 5.30. We're going to be exploring what has been identified by the ancient church as the seven great sins. We'll be talking a little bit about the history of that and then delving into each one. And then each conversation is going to include the virtues that are the antonyms to those sins. So that'll happen every Sunday. And then every Tuesday, we're going to release the digital recorded version of that conversation. So whether that be that you miss a week or whether you couldn't join us for any, you'll be able to join with us as part of this series, which I think, Clint, is going to be a really interesting series to join along with. I think for most Protestants, Michael, the idea of the seven quote-unquote deadly sins or the seven great vices are outside of our experience a little bit. So we will have a conversation about where we get them. Where did they come from? Why have they been important? Why have those sins been singled out as somehow um, more prolific or more dangerous than others? And and we'll cover all of that as well as what is the virtue that we should seek to practice in our life to contradict and counteract that particular sin that is trying to get a foothold in our lives as well. So uh, in, in the past, our Lenten series, I think, has been helpful. It's been fun. It's been a good way to get people together and discuss. We're grateful to have an opportunity to expand that online. We hope that you can be a part of it. We'd love for you to join us and be here with us to eat and fellowship. If that doesn't work for you, keep up with us on the series. We'd love to engage you that way. Send us questions, and we will handle that part of the conversation digitally if that's uh, if that works better for you. The main thing is plug in if you can. Uh, our hope always in this Lenten season is that we can undertake some things that help us prepare for Easter, that help us understand Easter, what it means and why we need it, and that when we get to Easter, we are better able to celebrate the true meaning and the true accomplishment, having understood something more of the journey to get there. It's really helpful, Clint. I think the only sort of note I want to add here as we anticipate this series to come is that, to be clear, this isn't about getting some new tools to identify sins in others, or this isn't an attempt of the church to emphasize judgmentalism, which is often a thing that gets leveled against the Christian church. This is also maybe not most people's favorite topic to turn that lens inward and to see the reality of our brokenness, but the heart and the intention behind this series is to really give us a glimpse into how we might see the ways in which our hearts are most tempted to create ruts and places where we miss the mark on God's best plan for our lives. Now, engaging this in this series is going to be both maybe some difficult ground with the sins, but the virtues will be an encouragement and an affirmation that we indeed can practice positively the very best that God has intended for our lives. So the, the hope is no matter how long you've been in a church or whether you've been exposed to these 
before or not, that you're going to find something that is both challenging and also encouraging in this series. And like you said, Clint, I think the hope would be that if we commit to this and we engage in it, it will prepare our hearts for the great reminder of the promise we have in Easter, and that is that no matter what our vice might be, no matter how much we strive for virtue, all of that falls into the arms of grace of Jesus Christ. And in resurrection, we will discover that all of that has already been finished in the perfect work of the one who's given himself for us. Yeah, I think if you're not familiar with the seven vices, what might surprise you is that they're not going to be what you think they are. And I hope that you'll have an opportunity to join us, at least initially, to to let us sort that out and to get us down the road a little bit in that conversation. Because I do think there is a, a sense in which these ancient tools can be very, very helpful, very, very instructive for modern people. And, and that's, again, our hope going forward. So once again, thanks for being with us. If you're planning on joining us, definitely hit that like button to tell us you're excited about this series. Subscribe or share this with other folks if you're already subscribed so that they could join us as part of this series. We're glad to have you with us right now. We look forward to seeing you on the podcast next Tuesday or if you could be with us next Sunday starting at 5 o'clock. We hope you're well. Look forward to seeing you then.